Hello and welcome back to the Jefferson My Drinks Fantasy Podcast, where we are on a mission to normalise eight team leagues. I'm your host this week, Ian Harrison, and I'm joined by... Pete McManus. And only Pete this week, there is no H. It's all you need, mate. H doesn't send his apologies. If you recall, a couple of weeks ago, H decided to send Pete on a charisma course. Yes, he did. It turns out that it was a two-for-one deal. So H has taken the free one, and he's gone to uh, to pick up on a bit of charisma. Now, what's actually happened, unfortunately, is that H hasn't won enough games to host this week, so he's decided that he's not interested in taking part at all <laughs> unless he's hosting. So unless H wins all of his games next week, don't expect to see him back. I thought I assumed it was because he got knocked out of the JTT Cup. To be honest, oh. So. <laughs> Because he's, oh. he's been loving that best ball all year. No, he lasted one game longer than I did. Yeah. He made the playoffs and H went he, out He obliterated game. it, made the playoffs, made us all listen to him every week about how great it is. And then the way this competition works is top 15 from each conference, which is 40, make the playoffs. And then last week, you basically had to finish in the top 10 in your conference. Yeah. And he didn't manage it. So You don't know this because you qualified, but there are still games going on for the people that didn't qualify. Yeah. You see so, it all. I was looking at archive in my best ball league on Sleeper and I was like, no, <laughs> I'm going to win a game somewhere. Yeah. Ironically, the last game of the season, I top scored in our league. Yeah, well, that's what you know. <laughs> that's the way it works. It's a great competition that I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to take over H's role now. I, I really love best ball. It's fantastic. <laughs> no, I'm still in. Yeah. You're going to be out next week. Yeah. So I'm I'm holding the podcast together in the in the JTT Cup. Yeah, well, I've already signed up for 2024 for JTT. Yeah, I've not paid for it. I've not paid for it yet, but I've signed up. It's so a good it's a good cause. I'm and looking it's great. forward to that. It's grateful. I need well, to do that. I wouldn't mind doing more best balls. To be fair, we should do a, we could do a quite a few of them across the summer. Yeah, we could do. Could do. So I'm hosting tonight, and the regulars know that the best performing host, well, the best performing participant of the podcast, gets to host the pod. I finished three and one this week. So I won both my redrafts. Still alive in our main redraft league. Still alive in the main redraft. Put me 7-7 seven and seven for the season, which means I need a win this week and other results to go my way to make the playoffs. I could finish 8-6 and six and not make the playoffs, which is a travesty if it happens. 8-7. Sorry, 8-7 and seven and not make the playoffs, yeah. which is still a travesty. Which is the same situation, funnily enough. That's the situation you're in in the one that in the league that I'm the commissioner of, and I'm in the same situation in the league that you're the commissioner of. So yeah, so the top, so in the other league, there's three teams on nine and five. Yeah, and then there, there is a fight for the last spot now, isn't there? Yeah, which Pete is, is fully entrenched in that fight. Uh, it's me or or Dan, and uh, Dan is in the is in the hobbies in this position. If he wins, I, I can't do anything about it. I need him to lose, <laughs> so I've incentivized his opponent. Right. <laughs> It's not a bribe if if it's to win. If it was to lose, it'd be a bribe. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a bunk. It's just a, it's just an incentive, you know. If he likes Christmas chocolate, then, yeah. then, then there's <laughs> some on the line for him. I don't go mind going out and buying a tin of roses if it means I make the playoffs. Then um, I also won my auction league, yeah. so we're in the playoffs for the auction league. Won the league, which gets me a first round buy in the playoffs. Oh, brilliant! It's one of those. Is it? So I can sit back. Keep an eye on the auction league this week and not have to worry about selecting a team. How many teams are in that? Eight? Uh, yeah, there was eight, yeah. How, how many made the playoffs? Six? Must have been. Yeah, it must have been. Six out of eight? Because H also got a bye finishing second. 
It's a bit extreme. So it could be could could end up me an H in the final. Well, that'd be fun. Do you want me to give you my update? Because I'm happy if you just want to move on. I I didn't win as many games as you. No. Let's just draw a line under it. No problem. No, I was zero uh, and three. I lost to you in the league that I needed a win, and now I'm having to bribe people with chocolate. To, to to attempt to make the playoffs in that I lost in the league where I thought I was going to win the title and now I've lost two straight so I am in the playoffs but I lost that and I lost in Dynasty as well so yeah just a, it's just a shambles all around to confirm your toilet bowl status yeah with me yeah so we've got that, that next league. week that, that was, that'd be interesting yeah so that was that was me but like I say in the JTT Cup I'm in the second rounds of the playoffs go on so looking for a last man standing for a yeah Super Bowl spot next week so last we, man we shall standing see. yeah how did you do on game day terrible oh dear <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have a great weekend <laughs> all in all week. apart from the best ball I'm surprised you're here yeah apart from picking the team that I picked in August for the best ball I've not done very well I finished <laughs> what was what was the hour of 147 or something 158 this 158 week. I finished 126 so good going so I, I I won the week before so I'm, well I won some money the week before so I'm happy well I won some money myself this week. Congratulations. I finished 24th. I won myself £19.75. Great weeks from Jake Browning, Rashad White, Cooper Cup, DJ Moore, and last week's tight end roulette suggestion, David Njoku. Njoku. So we'll come on to roulette later, but it's uh, it's on a winner. Yeah. We've also had two of our listeners make it into the money this week. We've had... Between us, we've had we seem to have had a winner most weeks. We have it's between like the three of like us. Between the three of us, where there is some knowledge yeah. there, we kind of know what we're talking about. Yeah, the three of us put together can kind of pull in our best stuff. Yeah, eventually we can get into the top twenty of a league. So I think it's H's turn to win this week. Yeah, we've had two of our listeners win it, win this week though. We had Dave Ludlam who finished eighteenth, well and Dave. Matt Cullen finished twelfth. Oh, Both also won. Just shy of 20 quid. Nice. Are you uh, looking at captaining for the fantasy game day this week? I think it's difficult this week. I really wanted to go with CMC, but it seemed like just the obvious choice, and he's really expensive. He's very expensive, isn't he? Yeah. he's he, And he, he, rightly so, but he's right there at the top, and I was thinking to justify that prize tag, he's really going to have to score a lot of points. Yeah. And I know they're playing the Cardinals, and I know they probably will score a lot of points, but so many options. You saw last week, Debo, going off and being the man I'm like is is CMC gonna you know is he gonna have one of those like three touchdown games that another running back might have when they can chuck it around Brock Purdy can rush it in yeah the game might be over by half time and then they start you know resting people for next week I don't know so um, I was gonna go but I've decided to go with um, Karen 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 Williams Karen Williams again for the Rams against the Commanders he's been up and down since he came back had that but had that great game against the Cardinals, funnily enough. I think the four, uh, the commanders aren't stopping anybody. And I think it's I think Cooper Cup had a game last week. I just feel like he's been there or thereabouts. He's scoring decent points, but I feel like this could be the week where he gets a couple of touches, gets back in the end zone a couple of times and, and puts the numbers up. So I'm gonna go with Karen Williams. Yeah, well, we're both in on the Rams because I'm thinking Cooper Cup this week. Uh, well, one of us is probably gonna be right. So, mate, hopefully one of us will be right. Hopefully unless it's the, me. Unless the commander's D shows up for once and starts shutting everybody down. Yeah. So, basically, I'll go into more detail about this when we talk about matchups. Yeah. Because I'm, I am going to talk about that game when we talk about matchups. And you could captain Buka Nakua in game day because yeah. 
We'll talk about it later. Okay. So for our listeners, download You've the done fantasy some game research day. on that. I you? have done some research. Download the fantasy game day dot app. Register. Use the code JMDFS, which will get you a free week after you deposit and play for your first week. For this weekend, Fantasy Game Day have added an extra £100 to the prize pot. So if there's any weekend you're going to jump in and start doing this, this is the weekend to do it. Just in time for Christmas. Just in time for... Yeah, nice little Christmas bonus. Yeah. There's probably some rules about... You don't have to tell your partners. Just keep it to yourself. Your Christmas dues, it'll get you an extra couple of rounds in. Yeah. So jump on it this week, and when you do... Send us your login details. Not your login details. Send us your user ID. <laughs> send us your login details. And, so and, all, we, and all your security questions. <laughs> yeah, so we can ruin your teams and improve ours. Um, send us your ID so we can add you to the tracker. Please gamble responsibly. Absolutely. So we'll move on to most worthless player. Pete, who was yours this week? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, pro- the problem I have this week is I lost in all three leagues but then I was looking through my my lineups and I didn't actually there's nobody where I'm going I'm like I'm angry at him the only player who basically scored less than double figures for it was one of those weeks where everyone seemed to most of my leagues everyone seemed to get to double figures but nobody got that much beyond that so it wasn't like I was looking at somebody I didn't have a Gabe Davis on triple zeros again or somebody like that wasn't one of those or a Gabe Davis on 33 yeah it was so the and as much as I love him he was the only one who didn't make double figures so Jamar Chase was my most worthless player well he was he was my captain on game day so my my weekend could have been a whole lot better and it hurt that one because I really like him and I've got him in more than one team yeah and two because we were playing your lot so they're playing against the Colts so I'm thinking I'm sort of sitting down to watch it thinking there's going to be a win here for me somewhere. If the, yeah. Col- if the Colts don't win, the Bengals are going to put up points, which means Jamar, Jamar Chase, Chase is going to put up game. points. So and I'm I was happy like, either way. So- somewhere along the line. So to get 5.9 from Jamar Chase in PPR, three catches on four targets with 29 yards, and for the- for you to go and score four touchdowns and him be nowhere to be seen. No. And, 40 Higgins. Yeah, still put up 30-odd points on us without needing Jamar Chase. Is a great sign for the Bengals, but no good for my fantasy team. So. No. Think I'll bounce back this week? Yeah. Against the Vikings? Yeah. I can't see that happening again. Who completely shut out? He's, he's too talented. And also, it doesn't matter. On the back of a defensive shutout. <laughs> Slightly different opposition. After, after destroying the. The Raiders, all, all they did was the Raiders de- all, they, all they did was destroy destroy the NFL brand <laughs> on Sunday. There was nothing else. A shutout's a shutout, though. You still think Jamar Chase is going to have a bounce back? Yeah, I do. I do. He'll be, he'll be back up around 15 plus. Okay, fair enough. Well, I believe sake, in him. For my sake, I hope you're right. And my worthless player is Stefan Diggs. Yeah, it's another one. Stings. Four of 11 for 24 yards. So it's not that he's not getting the targets. Yeah. He's getting the looks. He's just not bringing them in. He's on a really poor run of form at the minute. He did score 19.4 points in week 12, but either side of that game, he scored 6.4 twice and 6.7. Yeah, it's not like him at all, is it? No. People will have drafted Diggs knowing that, you know, the playoffs are coming, playoffs are now. It's yeah. now or never. And you'd be banking on 20 points a week from Diggs right now, wouldn't it's, you? It's another one of those situations where you're like, how has that happened though? Because they've beaten the Chiefs. 
And Kincaid didn't have a great day. No. Diggs hasn't had a good day, and Gabe Davis has scored absolutely nothing. So you're like, how is you just wouldn't? It's just one of those things where you think one of them would have would should have done something. It's a bit yeah. like the Bengals, like with, with Chase and Higgins. You would have thought somebody's going to do, and it's just people you're not expecting. So, but Diggs is a worry. I know that would worry me if I I haven't got any uh, Diggs in any of my teams. But what would worry me, and it's slightly different to all these other situations, like your Chase and now Allen and uh, Garrett Wilson, is. He's still got his quarterback. They're still there. Yeah. Josh Allen's still still the man, and he's still throwing him. It just isn't happening for him. No, like he's say, not so catching him. He's not bringing him in. I think I'd be more I'd be more worried if it was four of four. Yeah, but he's still getting the volume, isn't he? Yeah, they're going into a game this week against the Cowboys. Tough. There's no way you're beating the Cowboys without Diggs doing Diggs stuff. Well, you're not getting you're not beating the Cowboys scoring twenty points. You wouldn't have thought they're going to have to. No, get I can't imagine. They're going to have to get closer to thirty. So, well, there's, there's no way the Bills are walking out of there with a win. And digs with less than ten points. Said it now, haven't you? I have said I have said it. <laughs> I just can't see the Bills winning that game without Stefan Diggs doing anything. No. <clears throat> well, we'll see. Time will tell. We'll see. Well, for for my fantasy team, I hope that Diggs does start doing stuff. Yeah. I'd be really happy with that. All right, moving on to our howler for the week. It was, there must have been a few it was, it was tight to be fair <laughs> and if it wasn't for an injury we'd be talking about CJ Stroud Are we, is he out of the question because he got injured we we did make the rule that if they go off injured I think this, when did he go off injured though I in the fourth quarter uh, see I think this, if you if you complete 75% of the game you should it uh, should still count yeah. but we, we did we make the rule we'll change it for next year I also don't. I also. I don't want to start getting on CJ Stroud's back because he's been brilliant. He has been brilliant. He's going to have one game sooner or later where somebody shuts him down. So. Yeah, and it just happened to this weekend. But fortunately, I think this is the real reason why H isn't here. You want the Texans losing to the Jets? Is that and CJ Stroud almost? Made, I think H might have thought you'd have to sit here and defend CJ Stroud tonight. Yeah, maybe. and he's not about that life. <laughs> no, a, he hasn't got time for that. And I'd love to see him sit here and try and blame the weather. Yeah. Oh, you see the weather. You see the weather is terrible. I, I, I will, actually would have. If Zach Wilson can do it. Yeah, I would have really enjoyed watching him defend the Texans defense, which he really liked, making yeah. Zach Wilson look like a capable quarterback. <laughs> yeah. so. And also try and blame the weather for CJ Stroud's performance when yeah. Zach Wilson's looking Definitely. like Brian Brady. Well, there must have been. Uh, I don't know. I've not seen the lineup, so there must have been a couple of Vikings in there. <laughs> If we, if we were including people who get dropped. Well, we are including people who get pulled. Yeah. So it is Josh Dobbs. Yeah. So everyone's everyone's favourite a couple of weeks ago, wasn't he? Everyone was high on Josh Dobbs, the pastronaut. I don't understand it. I've now got a new name for him. It's the gastronaut. <laughs> He's absolute gash. Josh Dobbs makes his second appearance in three weeks in the Howler section. So the gastronaut went 10 of 23 for 63 yards, got pulled in the third quarter for Nick Mullins in the 3-0 blowout extravaganza against the Raiders. Yeah. And he's now been confirmed as third-choice quarterback for this weekend against the Bengals. So at least he won't be in this section next week. On that, O'Connell must have been close. Is it O'Connell? Aiden O'Connell? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. 
<laughs> he wasn't far off. If you don't put up any points so, in a game, you've got to well, shoot. He got you. pulled as well, didn't he? Yeah. So, fortunately for Josh Dobbs, it was just slightly worse. Quarterback situation is an O'Connell. absolute mess, isn't it? I've never it known is. anything like it. It's just so many backups going round yeah. at the minute. It's just, it's crazy. It is crazy. Must be, we must be getting close to half the league playing backups. We should, we should do that. We should actually have a look and go through and and Never. do that. How many, how many teams in the league playing are currently playing backups? We'll have a look at that for next week. We will have a look at that week because it's obviously going to cause selection nightmares for people. Yeah, which we will move on to now. Alright, so who's been giving you selection nightmares this week, Pete? So mine is Brees Hall against the Dolphins or Chris Olave against the New York Giants. And it's more of an it's less of an either or and more of a can I trust Brees Hall again question. <laughs> so I'd sort of got to the point where I decided I can't trust Brees Hall and the Jets are just a mess. So I'd just sort of written him off unless I haven't got any other options. But now we're out of bye weeks and all that I've got options but then last week he goes I mean he only went 40 yards on the ground on 10 attempts not bad but he got targeted 9 times had 8 catches for 89 yards and a touchdown well, I mean, I'm assuming this is full PPR that 89 yards might not be correct but um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look right now I'm looking at no. it but um, yeah full PPR so he put up 26 points in full PPR last week right I would go with Alave this week. Okay. I think against the Dolphins, that game could very quickly get away from the Jets. Yeah, possibly. I think. And that's, I suppose. The Dolphins it, are this year's flat trap bullies. Whereas they come up against anyone decent. I don't think. Yeah. They're not, not going to bully the Jets. I don't think. Great. I don't think they can bully the Jets, though. The Jets, these decent. Yeah, that's what I mean. They haven't been getting destroyed by teams. They lose most weeks, but they haven't been getting destroyed by teams. I think I think I go with Alave at the Giants. Okay. The the Giants are, ooh, because it's Danny DeVito season, isn't it? Yeah. It's penguin. It's penguin I'm just, time. I'm just. I'm just. Um, I just don't know if I can trust. I, don't, I just don't know if you can trust the Saints at all. Get onto predictions in a bit, and I'm, I'm not trusting the Saints. So unless it's Alvin Kamara, and then you're all in. Alvin yeah, Kamara. obviously. Yeah. It's a tough it's one. A, it, is, it is a tough one. And I've got to win this week. If that's the league I've got to win it. Oh. So does that help? Which one's which one's got the more well, it's, it's explosive the potential? Because Derek Carr's back. And I think that's good that's good news for Alave. Okay. I don't um, know, is it? Yeah, I think I prefer Jameis Winston to be honest. Scattergun Winston. Yeah, but he he does like to just throw it downfield. So that, that that doesn't mean any. It doesn't mean Alave's down there. <laughs> yeah, but he only has to be down there once. <laughs> Alave's, so. Alave's probably on a slant. Everyone's on slants, and Winston's it? taking shots. I'm quite happy for Winston to just keep throwing the ball up because he only got to catch one, and then I'm in. <laughs> so if Winston was quarterbacking, I reckon Devito's agent would have more catches. Yeah, possibly. Than Alave. Possibly. Right, well, so I, th- I, th- I think if it's Derek Carr at quarterback, Alave. Alave, okay. I just get a feeling that the Dolphins, coming off a loss, they're going to click and they're going to roll the, jet- the Jets. Okay. And 
it's a tough job to do because the Jets D's decent. I just think the Dolphins are going to be very angry. Yeah, they could do about that. that, and they they need to win out now for the top seed. Yeah, and I think they're going to come out firing. Yeah, okay, Fair. which doesn't bode well for you you being a running back and chasing the game. Yeah, Breeze all getting check downs all the time. Okay, but we, like, that is a really tough one and we'll put it out on the socials and we'll see what yeah. everyone else says okay let's see what the world thinks yeah mine's Kyler Murray versus the Niners or Jordan Love versus the Bucks I know it's the <laughs> Niners D but I get the feeling that Kyler's going to do something special I my initial reaction was Kyler because I love Kyler <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm I've asking tried, the wrong person. I've tried to shake this off over the years, but oh, at least this year. And, um, I'm asking I, the wrong guy. I wish H was as here soon as, for a bit because he was because <laughs> yeah, he, he was injured. I started the season. I was like, no, I'm not in on him. Didn't pick him up in any league, or I might have picked him up in one late on after he wasn't drafted. And I was like, I don't, I don't need any Kyler. He's probably not even going to play this year. And he came back. And he hadn't even played a game. And I was like, sending trade offers out, <laughs> trying the game. I was like, what's wrong with you? Send me, Just... send me Kyler Murray. <laughs> yeah. What can I do to get Kyler Murray? And everybody's in the same boat. They're like, I've held him this long. I'm not just going to like now give him to you. I was like, go on. I'll give you this. I'll give you that. But that said, now I've, after I thought about it a little bit, I would go with Jordan Love. I think the pack, the Packers were clicking, and I know they got beat last week. And I think Christian Watson makes a big difference. Christian Watson's back. Which he, which he might be. Yeah, I think that would play into my thinking a little bit, but I, he seems to make that... He just seems to make them better. I don't know what it is about him, but he's obviously a good player, but he just seems to make the whole thing work a little bit better. Yeah. So And make Jordan Love a little bit better. And I, I think if he's back, I would probably lean towards Jordan Love because the 49ers could just shut him down. I know, but I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, the Niners will be scoring a lot. Yeah, which means that Kyler's going to be airing it out a lot and or running for his life a lot which usually turns in to good things yeah possibly he's playing for I just uh, I don't know I just think he yeah he, he could he could have a have one of those shockers right and they could it could be 21 zip by half time and they're just because the Cardinals were I feel like under Dobbs at the beginning they were a little bit competitive and then Kyler came back and they had a couple of games where they're competitive and it all just the Jules just seems to have run out of energy for me now right does that mean you're off the Trey McBride train as well then uh, a little bit you were, I you do were, like you were hyping him a lot yeah, a couple do, of weeks ago I don't know what it is with me and Cardinals <laughs> you Trey McBride sooner or later the Cardinals are going to be decent again um, I'll say again I'm not sure they've, they've ever been that good but um, <laughs> yeah I'm probably out on Trey McBride Right. Except uh, in Dynasty where he's my only tight end. Hopefully come up on roulette later for you then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. If he, or if he comes up on roulette, I'm all in. Oh, you're all in? Yeah. Well, the, the, the roulette wheel is the, the wheel. The wheel never lies. So have you got any anyone that you've noticed that might have a decent matchup this week? I was looking at the Pampers. <laughs> and... You mean whoever's playing against the Panthers? No, I don't, because I've come to the point where I feel like I, you just can't trust the Falcons, and I've got it in my head that the Panthers... Surely you can trust them against the Panthers, though. I, I think I am I am back in the Panthers. I'm going early in predictions. I am back in the Panthers no to get a win this week. Way. No way. And I think Chuba Hubbard has shown... <laughs> you always go Falcons. I know, I'm changing it this week. <laughs> I the Tuba Hubbard has shown over the last few weeks that he's clearly the number one running back on that roster. 
and that they shouldn't have even bothered getting Miles Sanders in because they already had a running back in there and he's running hard and I think they will lean on him and I just don't trust the Falcons to be able to stop him so right. he's my he's my prediction to finish top 10 running back Chuba Hubbard yeah it's, it's that time of year again isn't it <laughs> yeah it's Chuba Hubbard time it's desperation what about time. you what's have you got a better shout than that? Well, see what you think. I've got Terry McLaurin against the Rams. Okay. So this is where I was going to talk earlier when we were talking about game day yeah. about who's a captain and where I went with Cooper Cup. And I was going to go with either of the Rams receivers for this section, but I just thought that would be too obvious. However, if you've got Scary Terry in your team and you're on the fence of whether to start him or not, I'd say start him. So the Rams... You know, they just come off a week where they put up 31 points against the Ravens and narrowly lost. But two weeks before the Ravens game, they scored 36 and 37 points. So they are scoring over 30 consistently. Yeah. Which doesn't bode well for the Commanders D, who are currently ranked 31st against receivers. Which is why I've gone with Cooper Cup okay. as my captain on game day. Makes sense. So with it looking like there's a decent chance the Rams will again put 30 plus points up on the board. Sam Howell's going to need to be constantly moving the chains and making plays happen. And I think for him to do that, he's going to have to rely heavily. And he can do that. On Terry McLaurin. Yeah, he can do that as well. He's got it in him. And additionally, for UP, I think there's a good chance that Dotson has a good week as well. So you're suggesting that this is going to be a shootout? I am suggesting it is, yeah. A 50-point-plus shootout. If the commanders can keep up with them, yes. I think the Rams will definitely get over 30. Definitely get over 30 is a bold statement. Definitely get over 30 points. and then it To depends. the LA Rams. It depends on what Sam Howell can do chasing them. Okay. It's well, at the Rams as well. That's one of the three games on in the late window. So I was like, we need a... we need, And then the Cowboys at Bills should be a good one. You need a good one there. For that. Commanders, that is a good one. Commanders-Rams needs to be a good one there. Because that late window on Sunday was drab with the Vikings and... Oh God! There was a few games in there. I was like, "This is the Chiefs and Bills saved it, but the rest of it was just terrible." Yeah, yeah. Well, at the end of the Chiefs and Bills saved it. Yeah. To be fair, (laughs) you know, all the memes and videos going around about that. Yeah. When he was funnily enough, he was actually offside. So I don't don't know the. I did see the point a little bit that having you, they don't always call it which is a stupid rule. Apparently they've called it more times this year than they have in any of the previous three seasons, but yeah. still they've still only called it about 11 times. Or well, how so hard is it to it's, put it's your not, foot down where the ball is? Yeah, it's not. I don't, it's not I don't, a difficult concept. I don't, it doesn't seem, as someone who's never played any level of, <laughs> of American football or even backyard football, it still doesn't seem like that difficult a thing to be able it's to not, do. Well, when I played for the Titans, I was always lined up on the line. Yeah. I was never, ever... Going off sides. Yeah. So technically, I'm better than Kadarius Tony. Mm, that's a low bar. <laughs> that's a low bar, I think, at this point. But did you see the clip that someone made of all the times that the refs didn't make calls that helped the Chiefs out this week? No. Was it you? No. That's, that, so they, I know you taken, had a bit of time on your hands, and that they, is the sort of thing that you would do. So. <laughs> they've taken all the calls that have gone in the Chiefs' favour this year that maybe shouldn't have gone in a huge Just this year? Just this season. Oh, okay. The clip was over five minutes long. They've had a, they've had a lot. Yeah. They've had a lot. Well, both, uh, most teams do, though. You could probably do that about... Because they, they got a 
a dodgy call the week before. But then they had a couple of calls for them the week before as well. So yeah, that Packers game was a refereeing shambles. Oh god! So, so especially at the end. So most most teams will get calls for them against them. But yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, I think he just lost it a little bit at the end, didn't he? Mahomes. Just a little. Yeah. Just a little bit. They're not. They're not used to being in this situation. No. It all comes down to not giving Rashi Rice the ball enough. Just keep giving you, you him the are, ball. You are loving Rashi. Just Rice. keep giving him the ball. He's the only one that can play. Well, Emmanuel Kelsey. Well, yeah, there is Kelsey as well, isn't there? Speaking of tight ends, quite quite a nice segue there, Pete. Well done. We'll move on to roulette. So I'll give the wheel a spin. We've had a couple of wins in the last couple of weeks, haven't we? We have. We so we've got two to review. Yeah. Because we couldn't review Evan Engram last week because he was yet to play. So. And this is proper podcasting because if he'd had a shocker, we definitely wouldn't have mentioned it. Wouldn't have mentioned it. <laughs> wouldn't have mentioned that it. we had two to review. No, I, I think we're fairly honest with it. I don't, yeah, but I don't, still don't think we would have mentioned it. We still talk it. about Noah Gray shocker, don't we? So yeah. I think we are honest with our mistakes. So we've got Evan Engram to review from last week and David and Joku to review from this week. And the great news is, is that the wheel nailed. Both of them. I mean, absolutely nailed it. It's not even close nailed those predictions to the point where I'm now starting to consider making significant life choices <laughs> based on the wheel <laughs> based on the wheel I was thinking can we get a running back and wide receiver wheel going as well and then I just don't even have to think about it we, we won't even do the pod we'll just go this is what the wheel s- suggested just run that team yeah I might use the wheel for draft yeah we should I might do just a dra- draft my team we'll based do a draft on wheel. wheel so last Monday Evan Engram Nine catches for 82 yards and scored his first touchdown of the season. Called it. Which we did say. Scored himself 23.2 points and finished tight end number two nice. for week 13. I think Laporta edged him out by a couple of points. Right. This week, for Njoku, he also had a stormer by catching six for 91 yards and two touchdowns to finish his tight end number two for week 14 behind Evan Engram. Oh, right. The wheel, again. the wheel hasn't just selected Evan Engram for the week. It's completely it's, saved his season. Just turned him around. Evan Engram is tight end one for the rest of the year. Right. So this week, any thoughts on those two? Any thoughts on those two? I think, I mean, they're both, they've both had the potential and I think the wheel has like, absolutely nailed it when it was covered. And Joku's been up and down. Was that his best week of the season? It was. He's, it was. Been, he's been up and down because I put him in one week and he had a shocker. That might have been the week before the wheel. The yeah. wheel. That was the week <laughs> early. So I put him in. because was, was the Engram week. Yeah, I put him in because I was missing both my starting tight ends and it just didn't happen for him. But I think he's 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 shown he's he's always shown he's had the potential and he just yeah, doesn't yeah. seem to be able to do it consistently. No, and he's getting the volume now. Yeah. He's got a quarterback that can throw the ball, so Well, yeah, he has. Which is not how I again we're, rather we're than talk- some run around pretend I've got a shoulder injury quarterback. Yeah. Well again we're talking about Joe Flacco in twenty twenty three, it's unbelievable. Which is what a times of your life. <laughs> yeah. But while we're talking about quarterbacks, we have actually done the maths on backups, haven't we? Yes. In an imaginary break that we <laughs> that we didn't really in a have. break in a break that we definitely didn't take for yeah. Peter put his kid to bed yeah that break um, <laughs> which reminds me I need to go and make sure he's asleep um, I I 
done rough maths, and I think there are only six teams in the AFC that have still got their starting quarterback. The Ravens, Dolphins, Chiefs, Jags, Broncos, and Bills. So 10. Yeah, the 10. 10 of the 16 teams in the, the AFC. 10 being Browns, and tell me if you disagree with any of these. Browns, Steelers, Colts, Texans, obviously depending on what's up, what's happening with CJ Stroud this week. Bengals, Chargers, Raiders, Jets, Titans, and Patriots. Yeah. All out. And, the you, you know, and we could argue that the Patriots have lost two quarterbacks. Yeah. Who, know, the, who knows who's the quarterback at least. there is. And the Jets have lost several. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they keep going and round, go round and round. The only, on the flip side, the NFC, there's only two teams, Vikings and Giants, that I think have definitely lost their starting quarterback. Everybody else seems to have them in place. Saints have been back and forth, and Derek Carr's injured and not injured, but I've included them in it. I think, but you've got, I think it looks worse. When you go through the NFC and you, you think about some of the quarterbacks, it looks worse because the Falcons, you've got the Falcons, who, all right, they've still got Desmond Ritter, but whether you call him a starting quarterback or not, I don't know. Obviously, we've just been talking about uh, the Saints. Bears were without fields for a while, now he's back, so that's making it look better. Cardinals were obviously without Kyler Murray for a, for a while. Yeah. Now he's back, so that's making it a little better. So it seems that the NFC are getting their quarterbacks back, back at the right time. But even so, that's twelve out of thirty-two teams that haven't got a starting quarterback, which is bonkers and yeah. it's useless for fantasy managers. Yeah, because the quarterbacks that have gone out, most of them will have been drafted. Yeah, and it does. Um, it it it's like we've said. I, I can't imagine many people will be upset about Mac Jones being replaced by <laughs> Bailey Zappi. No, no, but. Aaron Rodgers owners, Daniel Jones owners, it's, the Borough owners. It affects the the problem with the quarterback is it affects the people around him. Like even the running back sometimes it affects how your running yeah. back scores points. And we were talking about earlier, it's like Keenan Allen. I've had all, all the all the all the wide receivers I seem to have had have been affected by quarterback play. Keenan Allen, Jamar Chase, Garrett Wilson. It's all well, they're still great players, and nothing's happened to Jamar Chase, but. He's, he's not the same as playing with Joe Burrow and the no. same with Garrett Wilson all season. We don't know what Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers would have looked like, but he definitely would have looked better than he's looked with any of the other. There'd have been, well, there'd have been a load more videos than I'm doing their yeah. cigarette high-five thing. Exactly. So, well, we're, still on, we're still on tight end roulette, believe it or not. Have we picked this? Has, um, has the wheel gone the round? The wheel has picked, and I'm looking at it. I'm not sure whether I like it or not. Well, it's not up to you. <laughs> I know it's not up to me, and I can't change it. It's Logan Thomas. Oh, okay. Which is, it's, You've just said that's going to be a shootout. I have said it's going to be a so, shootout. So. I'm looking at his stats. Coming off his bye week, the week before his bye, he scored two points against the Dolphins in week 13. He'll beat that. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's, the season's been more misses than hits. He's only reached double digits three times which all happens to be the only games he's managed to score in. So it looks like unless he scores, he's not getting your double digits. And what's his season high? Um, 10 something. I've not got it up. This week, though, he's playing against the Rams. We've covered that. He's ranked 29th against tight ends. Yeah. So I have said I'm expecting it to be a shootout. There you go. 30 plus points for the Rams. Logan I've gone Tom, with Logan. Scary Terry from a matchup, and the wheel has gone with Logan Thomas. So it, it looks like that game is going to be the game to watch this week. Yeah. Don't put. Yeah, we yeah. are very heavy on Rams and Commanders. Turn, turn Cowboys' bills off. 
Everybody, yeah. nobody <laughs> ladies, cares about Cowboys Bills. Ladies and gents, watch Rams Commanders. Commanders at Rams, yeah, that's the game to watch this week. Because Logan Thomas is guaranteed. Oh, he's definitely he's definitely going to score. Guaranteed to have a se- a season high this week. Yeah, and that season high would be twenty point eight points. So bank on him. And we will now move on to our fixtures. So last week was an absolute nightmare to predict. Yeah. Predict. We've had an absolute shocker. I haven't had a chance to go back through all previous 13 weeks, but I'm pretty sure this was the worst performance by everyone. Oh, and we mixed it up a little bit, especially H, and he's got a few right and then evened it out by getting some of the others wrong. Oh, so out of the games that we all agreed on, we started off with a shocker going you know, across the board for the Steelers against the Patriots. We had Lions to beat Bears, Colts to beat Bengals, and the Jags to beat the Browns. So yeah. all of those were wrong. We did have we did call the Saints to beat the Panthers, which is not you know it's no great shakes. No, and we did call the Ravens to beat the Rams, which just about came in. Yeah. And then the 49ers. But we also had the two Monday night games wrong. We all went for the Dolphins and the Packers. Which any sane person would have done, really. Yeah. And weren't that they weren't that far wrong, but you know, yeah. it's right or wrong. So the differences in between, I went for the Falcons, and because I always go for the Falcons, <laughs> and they lost. But not this week. Uh, not this week. Uh, H went for the Raiders against the Vikings, and again, lost that. I can't believe they lost that. And then to end shootout like that. And then H got us back. Well, he went for the Eagles and lost that, but then he got us back by picking the Bills against the Chiefs and the Broncos against Chargers. To be fair to him. So, all in all, after all of that carnage and mess, you went six and nine. I went five and ten. H went six and nine. Oh yes. And so still one in front. Still one in front. Still one in front. One hundred and thirty-six and seventy-one on the season, and H is one hundred and thirty-five and seventy-two, and I'm not. So <laughs> I'm not really in the running, but we'll continue to play anyway. You've you've lost the game on us there as well, haven't you? Yeah. And one further, but I'm an eleven back on you now. So yeah. that's you know I have picked a few different ones this week, but it's only gonna push me further back at this how many point. Weeks, how many weeks to go? Four four, four, four weeks. Four left. weeks to go. So I need to eleven gain eleven games eleven games back. You yeah. need three a week. You need to gain three a week. Three so a week. I'm going for it. Okay. So I'm tonight, Thursday night, by the time we get this podcast out, this game will already be over. And will the it? world will be a better place for it. Possibly. So it's, it's Chargers Raiders. Yeah. So and I'm, we're I'm, recording at a time where we already know there's no Keenan Allen, there's no Justin Herbert, there's probably no Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Who is going to be a late call. And it doesn't look like a game worth staying up for anymore. No. But then neither did Monday night, really. And they turned into a couple of yeah, epics. Yeah, I so suppose so. You just never know. And I still think the Chargers have got enough to take the Raiders. Okay, well, I'm going Raiders and H has gone Raiders, so you're on Chargers Island. On I think, yeah, he's Eckler to the moon tonight. And then we've got a Saturday triple header, but kicking off with your Can't wait for Saturday. Kicking off with your uh, Bengals, Vikings at Bengals. Believe it or not, I'm picking the Bengals. That's a clean sweep for the Bengals. I don't remember the last time I actually picked the Bengals to win a game. I'll, I will check that for it seems, you. It seems that now is the time to play the Vikings, especially. If Jefferson, yeah, doesn't play, have they have they said they're going with Mullins? They have said, yeah, they're going with Mullins, and the gastronaut is the choice. 
What what is that all about? People relegating him to third choice. I know. Sends a message. The guy who's second must just be like, "Why am I still second? Yeah, why was that? <laughs> <laughs> How why? have I not moved down a spot? Yeah, everyone else is getting a job, and I'm still second. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't have had the weekend off. Yeah, Steelers at Colts. Colts. Mm, clean sweep on the Colts. We've all. The Colts. I think we, it's about, about I, you to bounce back. I hope so. I hope so. They need to. Otherwise, all of that. I mean, there's not much hope. It's not like we're going to go and make the, the Super Bowl, despite what I said two weeks ago. And also, like, was <laughs> was it was it, it last week? Isn't it? Was it last week? I made the point that the AFC South was absolutely dominant, and then on Sunday, all three teams that were playing lost. No, 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 the Titans like, won. Maybe, yeah, maybe the Titans I, kept the AFC South alive. Maybe I should maybe I should keep my mouth shut moving forward, which would make this podcast interesting. Make it quicker. <laughs> Broncos at Lions. Lions. All right, so, so that's all of us have gone Bengals, Colts, and Lions for the, the Saturday games. So the Saturday three Pete. This is where me and H start disagreeing a little bit, so we'll see where you come in. Bucks at Packers. Bucks. You've agreed with H. I'm going Packers. Okay. I don't, I, I fail to believe in the Bucks. They could prove me wrong, but I, I, I think Packers have, Packers have got a little bit more than they've shown recently. I'm assuming, after what you said previously, you're going Dolphins against the Jets. I am. Which don't tell me you're going. No, I'm. Yes. I, I'm back on. I'm back on the. The Jets aren't very good, so that so that's a clean sweep on the Dolphins. Giants at Saints. Saints. Yeah. So I have gone Giants in that one. I don't. I've gone to the point where I just don't trust the Saints even at home. Texans at Titans. I'm going with the Texans. And. Which is an early show because I don't know what's going to happen with CJ Stroud. Is it Davis Mills? I think the Texans will. I think. Which means that only one of us is going for the Titans, and it's not me either. So, You're joking. So, in a in an important. This is why he's not here. In an important this is why divisional. He's not here. This is ridiculous. Divisional clash. We're back in H's Texans, and he's back in the Titans. That is mental. So I think if he was here, we'd be able to talk him into it. Uh, Chiefs at Patriots. Chiefs. Yeah. Falcons at Panthers. Falcons. Well, you and H are on the Falcons. I'm going for the Panthers. I can't believe that. Panthers are going to win. Of all the games this year that you've picked the Falcons to win, and now <laughs> and now against the Panthers, you're not backing them. I just, I, the mind boggles. I am going. The Bucks are going to lose. The Saints are going to lose, and then the Panthers are going to beat the Falcons. Excuse me. Panthers are going to beat the Falcons and be the only team in the NFC South to win this week. Wow. <laughs> That's my call. I'd, well, have a look at the odds on that. It's a yeah. treble. I'll put that on. There's a Browns. Browns. All going Browns with H. There's not a lot of arguing with H going on this week. I've gone Bears. 49ers at Cardinals. That's got to be a clean sweep on the Niners. That is a clean sweep. I'm guessing we're clean sweeping on the Rams. I am, yeah. Based on everything you've said so far tonight. Yeah. Bills and Cowboys, me and H disagree on, so you can split the difference. I am going Cowboys. I've gone Bills. Right. So me and I, H agree. Yeah. I want the Cowboys to win that because I want, I don't know why, but I've got this thing now where I want to believe that the Cowboys can compete. But, and I really kind of want them to win the division because I think they're a better team than the Eagles and I think the Eagles have just snuck enough wins out that they'll probably end up st- still winning the division. They've got an easier running than the Cowboys. Yeah, but I think the cat like that's a big game for us, not for us, as in the NFL. It's a big game for us to watch because I think the Cowboys need to prove they can do it away from 
home. Yeah. Against a decent team. I mean, I'm more than happy with the Cowboys getting to the playoffs just as long as they get knocked out as early as possible, really. Yeah, and I think, but that's it. I think if they've got home advantage, they've got a chance of going all the way. They yeah. get the, if they get the ones, they're not going to get the one seed, but at least if they got the, if they won the division, they've got a chance. But yeah. I, I don't think if they, if they don't win the division, I think they'll get to the divisional round and get knocked out again, as I said about four weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, you have said that. Uh, Ravens at Jags. Ravens. I'm going Jags. And H is going Ravens. Tell you what, I could easily get five or six games back on your I think me, me and H matched all the way through. So I'll just far. go back and check it. Eagles at Seahawks. Eagles. And that's a clean sweep for the Eagles. So you and H have disagreed tonight. So char- you've gone Chargers. He's gone Raiders. And I think the only other one you've disagreed on is Titans-Texans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's he's not even backing his own team against no. the Titans. So, there so the- I, I, could, I could increase my lead by two on H. Yeah. Then I could also concede some back to you. It could be I, you, I, you've gone rogue. I can't, I can't quite get into the lead this week, but I will be like right back in the mix. Yeah, if, if all, all of them come in, all goes my way. All of them come in. If all those come in and I haven't put any money on it, I'll be devastated. Oh, that is a, <laughs> that is an accumulator and a half. Well, that's a, that is a really nice Christmas bonus. Yeah, please gamble responsibly. <laughs> Absolutely, just gonna keep saying that. Yeah, but you know, you've got Christmas presents to pay for. Do what you need to. Yeah. So speaking of gambling, just a reminder, get on fantasygameday.app, use our promo code of JMDFS, which will get you a free week. This week, there is a £100 bonus. If you're going to play any week, this is the week to do it. I might even put a second team in this week. Mm. Just for the money. If you're going to do it, this will be the week to do it. Just for the money, I might stick a second team in. So you can have up to five teams. You do with that. You do what you want with that. Gamble responsibly. (laughs) Can you imagine watching uh, Sunday, because we did this every week, we're watching Red Zone with H, if he had more than one game day team in. Oh, my He's word. bad enough with his five teams going, I've got him, I've got, I've got him. him, I've got, I've got him. him. Yeah, I've got so, him, yeah. yeah, but you're also playing against him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been Ian Harrison. And I'm Pete Mamanis. Thanks for listening, and we will speak to you, or, well, you'll listen, you'll hear us all next week.